0: doug i do have a pet peeve this week and i think you're gonna appreciate it yeah we won't start there let's save it i just want to leave you all on the edge of your seat yep yep yes people have
1: to stick around now
0: now you do and i feel like it's a good one i feel like it's one where when i say it you'll be like
1: oh yeah yeah like i hate that too yeah Um, i mean it could be nearly anything
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's possible it's possible um well hey, it's uh it's been a little bit, but not too too much. We had one of our podcasts actually not post, which is why there was a long hiatus. Uh and then another one, which is also funny, we got a uh review uh from it's I think it's M Netzler. Yeah. And that's it's cool,
1: a, but it's a boring name. I like the <laughs> other ones as like, Yeah, like
0: Sam Sambrero. <laughs> that yeah, was the a top. I'm big fan of Sambrero. Yeah. Uh um, CrossFit beefcakes. Yes. Like that. Yeah. that is a good one. Um, but it was a question on talking about the Invitational, which we did. We ta- Look at we that. Did. We read Done. your mind. Done. Check. M. Netzler, we read your mind. Um, <laughs> but this week we thought we could talk a little bit more, dive into strength training and talk about powerlifting and Olympic lifting, the benefits, the values, if you guys are.
1: Maybe we could even throw like, uh, you know, strength training, a, a topic you and I don't know tons about, I think, but just, like, Ooh. general beefcake-ness.
0: Yeah, like Dave and Meathead stuff. Yeah. 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 we can jump in yeah. on any of that stuff. Um, but first, Doug, how have you been? What's new in the world of Doug?
1: I feel tired. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because you're staring at a computer most of the That's day. Bare, stare at computer screens.
0: Do you Hold have, it. like, the huge monitor? I have. Do you have, like, the mega monitor, like the matrix monitor?
1: I have... Eight, twenty-inch monitor. Top eight,
0: eight. So is it like, you know, monitor another one on top, like two, four, six, like a yeah, surround? Yeah,
1: it goes is like so. They're that size, whatever okay. that size is.
0: See, so, so you guys know, Doug's pointing at my fancy Mac. Yeah,
1: like, what size is this guy?
0: I don't know. So probably I, I, a, uh, probably eighteen-inch, twenty-inch, eighteen, maybe
1: a little bigger than that. Yeah. So I got like one here, one yep. here. Oh gosh! One here, one here. Yeah, one there, one there. Bam, Stop! Bam. On a desk it like is. this, it takes it goes from like here to there. Stop! Yeah,
0: that would give me anxiety walking into that room. You gotta have it. But what's on it? I mean, bear with me. You're talking to a guy that teaches people to deadlift. Yeah, everything.
1: what's on it is like uh, spreadsheets. Spreadsheets and like all,
0: all of them are spreadsheets.
1: Probably. Four of them are spreadsheets. Oh my gosh. And then one of them is like a, it's like trading software. So like you can actually make trades. Okay. And then it's one of them be is be the like, market, right? Like what the market's like doing. Information or like a news feed stuff. Oh my gosh. So you can like do research about stocks and bonds and things like that. Stop. And then I keep one kind of open for whatever.
0: Yeah, one just opened. it. So when you're about to have a meltdown, you can just go yeah, play like, like uh, a game.
1: The, the regular internet's right. Yeah, copter game.
0: Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah great. Or just do a quick search and you know get a Black Friday sale or something, a Cyber Monday. Yeah, uh, you buy anything over Black Friday Cyber Monday? Zero, nothing. I'm not supporting the economy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't buy anything. Yeah. yeah,
0: nothing. I I bought some stuff, but more like we're fixing our house up. So guess what I bought. Oh, like caulk doors, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bought doors for you're supporting my, the door economy, yeah. But that's like a whole other thing with pet peeves that we'll get into later on. My goodness, like holy moly! But yeah. I mean, I'm not a general contractor, so I just fly by to see my pants,
1: yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, soon you will be, you know. This you h- do it folds? you're just like those guys. Why not? Suddenly yeah. you're charging $9,000 to hang a door.
0: Like I said, maybe I'll just do that and start removing snow for $4 million a month.
1: You let's know, it go. easier, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about strength training, um, and we'll talk about power lifting, Olympic lifting. I'll give you a quick glimpse into like my been around for 20 years, been doing it forever, um, almost forever, other people lots longer than me, but... In the gym, right, and how I view strength training both for the vast majority of people in our gym and myself, we'll divide it into powerlifting and Olympic lifting. Sure. I think, and when I say this, everyone take a deep breath, pause, and breathe. I love Olympic lifting. You're talking to someone. Chris hates Olympic. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. I love Olympic lifting, but I hate the lifters. um, (laughs) People who Olympic lift. Yeah, totally. Specifically people. I, I really do love Olympic lifting. Um, I, I really enjoy it. Um, it's super fun and I think there is a great value to it. Um, but, uh, I do think that if you're talking about the general population, right, and who's coming into your gym, and if they're looking for building strength for everyday life, functional fitness activity, I think the power lifts, which just clarifying are more like um, back squat, deadlift, push press, bench press. People call them like the slow lifts. generally. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I think those for the most part give people more juice for the squeeze. Yeah. Because there's typically less barrier to entry and learning, so you can... Get more weight on the bar more quickly. And that allows you to get stronger, build muscle mass, da 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 da. Where Olympic lifting, awesome, very cool, athletic, builds explosive power. It just takes longer to get good at them so you can get the load on the bar.
1: Yeah, they're very practice dependent. Correct. Right.
0: And it doesn't mean that's wrong or bad. No. But like if you have a large population of people, you're trying to help get strong. Yeah. What's the faster way to do that?
1: Yeah, it's like uh, like, if you wanted somebody to gain cardiovascular, like cardiorespiratory endurance, right? Yep. It would be, maybe this is a stupid analogy, but like, well, biking might help with that, right? Yep. So does that mean that we put them on a mountain bike and they have to like learn to go mountain bike? Or do we just put them on a stationary bike? Yep. If the goal is cardiorespiratory endurance. Like you yep. can get that by mountain biking but if you're really bad technique wise at mountain biking yeah right and you just don't have like the skill to go out and do it and every time you try to do it you can't really get that far because you're just not very good on a balancing on a bicycle or we just put you on the old earth yeah. bike and you just spin the thing yeah do right? the thing right, right. yeah it's a great that's a great
0: analogy and so while just like the same thing, mountain biking, you could get the same amount of cardio, respiratory, endurance. But if you've never been, you're yeah. going to be on your butt or you're just not going to get it because half the time you're going to be terrified that you're going to crash on the trail yeah. and da, 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 da. Yeah. But if you have the skill, awesome. And I Let think really if,
1: you, if you do a lot of Olympic lifting, you're probably very good at the basic slow lifts. I know that yeah, like, they yeah. don't do certain things a lot. But I guess that, like, you know, if you're clean and jerking, like, a significant load, like, the folks who clean and jerk in the Olympics, like, I bet their strict press is pretty good.
0: Oh, my gosh. Right? I mean, the guys that are doing that at that level, their slow lifts, quote-unquote, are ridiculous. Are very good. You know, 600-pound back squats. Yeah. 500-pound front squats. It's, like, it's that, I think... And when you think about it, like that's a prerequisite to have to be able to do lifts. I don't think they deadlift a lot, but I bet their deadlifts are very good. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I, I really love Olympic lifting. I really do. But when I think about the population in the gym and trying to serve them best and not just thinking what's flashy or sexy or like what will draw the crowd in, because it seems like a great option. Um, I find myself more and more programming, even to the point of cycles of powerlifting, because consistency, in my opinion, and this is coming from a guy that programmed for the affiliate, like variants, yeah, almost all the time, filling the gaps, you know, but just doing things consistently works, man. Like back yeah. squatting
1: every week for nine weeks, you're going to get better at back squatting. Yeah and an illustration of this too is when i was working a lot with kids like the olympic lifts can be very difficult sometimes to teach to large groups of kids yep. especially and so like let's take a push jerk or a split jerk yeah yeah i would almost never teach that because i felt like i could get the same the same skill of that, which is like a jump in a land with something like a box jump or a broad jump. Yeah. And I could get really, really close to the move with something like a push press. Yeah. That's super easy to teach people.
0: And you know what else I saw you do a lot with kids that I always thought was really cool. Um, was a lot of landmine work. Yeah. And do like those kids were landmine push pressing with one arm you know, like 245s in a 25. Yeah. When you can do that with, what's that, 115 pounds? Yep. Not including the bar. Yeah. Like, you're going to be able to press, push press. You have explosive pressing power.
1: Yeah. And that was like a, I thought was a good example of what you're talking about. It's like, well, I could spend a bunch of time teaching kids to do push jerks or split jerks. Yep. And with the limited time that I have with them, two days a week maybe for some kids. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I don't know. It's going to take us three months to learn that. Yeah. Just right off the bat. So why don't we push press and kids learn it really fast. And I think adults do too. It's like a pretty straightforward thing, right? Yeah. Fairly. I don't see a lot of people really blow the old push press. Yeah. I mean, like in a total junk show yeah, yeah. devastating way. yeah
0: like maybe it's a little inefficient yeah maybe it's a but little like wonky push jerks
1: people will just like totally blow or them, split right? jerk yeah split jerk. Like, holy moly like that's an yeah. abomination
0: and so then you think about that and, and again this is coming from a guy like my favorite lift forever and still honestly in a lot of ways today is a snatch it's awesome i love it like it's super athletic i love the technical aspect of it I love the demand of flexibility and strength and speed and power. It's so cool. But when you start thinking about the demand that's placed on an athlete to do that and then sort of this general population, man, there's very few people that can get into a really good position to do a full snatch Sure. with sound mechanics. So one, there's your first barrier. And that's often a long one to improve flexibility for Especially
1: that. Especially for uh, it's like, for adults, the coordination's a thing. Yep. But, like, the flexibility and range of motion in the joint oh, is, like, a, can be devastating for people.
0: Totally. And then so you take that and you compound it with, like, not great movement pattern. Yeah. You know, they're out of sync or whatever.
1: Yeah, the skill, they're not very <laughs> yeah. good.
0: Yeah. And then you start to say, okay, well, that on top of, now I'm like receiving heavy load in this position in theory, right? Cause really they're a bit self-limited, Yeah. but now they're receiving load in this kind of crappy position. It's like, man, I just don't, not that the movement's not valuable, but for most of those people, the juice ain't worth the squeeze. So instead I kind of take it now as, Hey, if I can provide people with this really big base of the slow lift strength, yeah. which here's the thing too, guys, like if you can deadlift, 400 pounds like you're going to be able to pull 200 pounds fast sure right so like it's not just because they're called slow lifts doesn't mean they're going to make you slow yeah it's just that the bar is moving slower yeah, because there's more weight. A on a it. clean yeah a, you know, snatch so if i can give them that and then those people that express interest in olympic lifting yeah well then it's like great we've got this great foundation the segue and now to more complex it's lifts. not
1: like you don't have people snatch Right? Like, I, I still had kids do lots of dumbbell snatches.
0: Yes. Right? I same, I remember seeing that a lot.
1: Same feeling. And then, you know, when I was feeling spicy, we might have teach kids, like, a hang power snatch with an empty bar. And they might do that in a conditioning piece or something like that. Or we might practice it. Yeah. So they know how to do it. Yeah. But, and same thing here. Like, people do snatches here.
0: Yeah. For sure. But, like... We don't program them nearly as much as we used to. Yeah. And I would even say, like, overhead squats. I don't program a ton. I really don't. I, like, rarely program them. Largely because, again, it's a great movement. But, like, when you start thinking about the overwhelming majority of the population, and maybe this has more to do with it, sometimes people still have a hard time just not doing it because it's partly what was written. Even though we offer another workout that says, like, goblet squat next to it. Yeah. They're like, oh, man, like, I might try to do that overhead squat. Like, please don't. Yeah, yeah. Like, please don't do that. Like, you could just do a goblet squat and still get just as fit, just as strong, you know, and not compromise the position.
1: And maybe it's a, it's an interesting thing, too. Like, if I'm one-on-one with somebody and I know that – I wonder how you reconcile this. Like, if I worked one-on-one with somebody who I know, like, the snatch – it is a general fitness client. Yep. And I know something like the full snatch or the overhead squat is hard for them. Yep. Like uh, part of me is like, well, that person needs more of this, right? Like they can't put a bar over their head yep. with their hands pretty wide. Like that seems like not an okay thing. So I might have them do that in some sort of variation a little bit more. Or like if they're – If their technique in jumping and landing the bar over their head was really bad, I might start them with like a hang power clean. Yeah, and have them do that, and then you know work the range of motion for the overhead squat, or have them do some partial ranges. So I think I might like attack that a little bit more in a individual setting. Yep, but I certainly wouldn't make it like, well, here's overhead squat. Yeah, like that's what we're doing. It's do your horrible overhead squats. Yeah, and like that's the deal.
0: It's funny you say that because I. have a fair amount of individual clients where it's either I work with them on person or online, things like that. And a lot of them are, you know, in this probably mid thirties to early fifties age range. Right. And with the goals that they come to me with, honestly, I rarely have them Olympic lift. There's one gal that I'm working with and She's been like, she had to have knee surgery and helped her come back from that. So there's lots of single leg strength and stability stuff that we did and tempo work. Um, and then like the next step was starting to get more dynamic with box jumping and things like that. And then she's kind of had a few setbacks from other sports injuries and things. And like, I just now have her doing hang power cleans. Yeah. And that's, I I don't have, I have her still do push presses and things like that, but I ever do dumbbell snatches just like you talked Mm -hmm. about, but we're not doing squat snatches on the minute for five minutes at, you know, 85%. It's just not – it's just not – it's not that it's wrong, right? But it's just not going to give her the most out of her time.
1: And and I think, like, um, it's interesting, too, because, you know, CrossFit's got nine foundational movements, right? Yeah. And – the snatch is not one of them. <laughs>
0: yeah, interesting, right?
1: Yeah, and the, the med ball clean. The med ball clean is. But it's it's more of like,
0: I would even argue, a teaching tool. Yeah, It's right? not even like a – yeah, it's more like, hey, if you're going to teach the Olympic lifts, this is a really friendly way to start because of the object and it teaches you the mechanics of yeah, jumping and landing. Yeah, it teaches you the
1: mechanics of, like, jumping and landing or using your hips to yeah. move things around, right?
0: So, so let's go now. Now that you guys kind of know like where we stand on on that, I guess you could say, let's talk the the pros. The, like if you have someone that's has good flexibility, they move well. There are no joint issues. Let's talk pros of the Olympic lifts. Like well, you've mean, got I, someone th- that can do I, it well.
1: I think there's nothing that makes power like those things do. Yeah, you know, and like a like coordination and the benefit that comes with, like, catching heavy things in those positions and, like, trying to stabilize them with your midsection. Yeah, yeah.
0: If you can do it with good position. If you can yep. do it, yep.
1: For sure. Right? Like, I, I. you can do a lot of box jumps and a lot of broad jumps and a lot of dumbbell snatches and not get the same response as you get from, like, a pretty tough hang power clean. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Like, at some point, you just don't have that loading to create explosive power. Yeah,
1: and like, I don't know, for like a a 50-year-old general fitness client, I don't know. Like, how much are they trying to like, you know, powerfully move about the world? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, when they need to, for sure. But like, I don't know, if you can clean... We've talked about this before. If you can clean some sort of reasonable amount of weight on a barbell, then say you can clean two hundred pounds. Yep. Pretty easy. Like you can pick it up to your waist and jump it to your chest. Yep. I think like if you gotta do that with a hundred pound weird object in the world, you've no day. problem. Yeah. I don't think you have to clean three hundred pounds to be like a useful person in the world.
0: Yeah, agreed. And you know what I just kinda of thought of is like I think the allure of the Olympic lifts in the CrossFit world has become the conditioning aspect. You know, think about it, right? Yes. It's cool to do clean and jerks and snatches, but I think the allure really is that there are these typically large ranges of motion. Yes. And you can move a barbell quickly. Yep. And so if you're doing that with a lighter load, it creates this pretty, gnarly metabolic response and and that's
1: that that lends itself well to like crossfit workouts right are like 12 to 15 minute interval style like hard and fast things
0: but i think and i think that's where people get sort of tripped up is you can still create that response without the olympic lift and doing other things right or i would even say that, like, if you guys have the equipment for it, really cool options for that are sandbag work. Mm -hmm. You know, like a D-ball or sandbag ground to over the shoulder? Yeah. Man, like, really similar, right?
1: I mean, throwing things. Yeah. Jumping, sprinting, just straight-up sprints.
0: Oh, good golly, yeah. But it's, I like, as we talk through it, I think a lot of people get sort of sucked into that suffer fest of cycling a barbell because there sort of isn't much else like it when you start talking about Barbell complex work at light to moderate loads and higher repetition. Yeah, I mean,
1: when I think people, because we've looked at a lot of programming before, and I've seen a lot, and when it's just like barbell after barbell after barbell every day, I think people are doing that because, like you said, it's a good way to just crush people's souls. A hundred percent.
0: You, I, gosh, man, I had that conversation with someone this morning. It is so crazy like it's so crazy to me people's perceptions because i was talking to a client this morning and we had just come off of a heavy day yesterday and they were partly joking but also kind of seriously like hey you need to program more variety like more conditioning workouts i was like have you been here this week yeah and they were like i think you'd have more people show up and i was i was like we're you here Monday? So here's here's our week so far. Okay, so Monday, relatively low volume, but it was 21-15-9 box jump, 12-9-6 clean and jerk. So 21 box jump, 12 clean and jerks, yeah. 9 or 15, right? Um, and the clean and jerk was heavier load. I used 185 and it lit me on fire,
1: yeah. you know? Um, That's sort of an example of that. That was, yep, that was Monday. Right, like you could just smoke people with a 185-125 barbell. Yep. Tuesday
0: was um, longer intervals. It was like uh, three rounds, 20 cal ski erg, 20 toes to bar, rest. I think it was 90 seconds. Three rounds, 20 cal ski erg, seven ring muscle-ups, rest 90 seconds, three rounds. Yeah, it's like a 20-some minute thing. Yeah, right? So, But there's like, you know. Some rest in there. Yeah, and we've got some gymnastics movements and like some intervals on the, um, the ski erg. And then Wednesday was a deadlift day, just a strength day.
1: Yep.
0: And then today was a 15-minute AMRAP. Of yeah. um shuttle run Cross for world uh, long yep so or yeah moderate, yeah, moderate to long, yeah yeah, so um shuttle run um seven burpee pull ups and eleven dumbbell squats, and
1: tomorrow's forty minutes Easily tomorrow 's forty minutes, five hundred cow bike, easily forty minutes,
0: and I was like, wait, whoa, like have you been here like we had three workouts so far that were fairly. I would say CrossFit oriented and variety, right? With like a lot of movements in, but because two 15 or longer and one shorter, but because you see these other two laid throughout the week where it's a deadlift day and then this long bike day, it's this tendency to be like, no, I need you to light my hair on fire every day. And this person was kind of saying that. And I was like, Hey, I can't do that. I was like, I can't, I I could program that way, but I was like, I can't just program those workouts every day of the week. Otherwise people like get hurt and they can't come. Yeah. And people get tired of it. Totally. They just can't do it. But what's funny is when you start to program with more varied intensity, some of the feedback you'll get because the inherent reaction is like, no, like Chris crush me. Like, it's just what people are so used to in this environment that when you try to temper it, so not because the intensity is bad, but so that they can work out with intensity frequently, they're like, that's not enough. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't get it. Like, today shouldn't feel that bad, so you can come in tomorrow and crush it.
1: Right? Like, if you see people twice a week. Yeah, sure. Maybe you can. Yeah.
0: Especially if it's like a Monday and a Thursday, right?
1: Yeah. But But when you're talking
0: about running a gym and you have people coming in six days
1: a week. I mean, the people are coming every day, right? Totally. Some people are. What percentage of the members do you think come every day? Oh, man. Monday through Saturday.
0: Maybe 60%.
1: Which is a lot, right? Yeah,
0: 50%.
1: Like, I don't do that. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not the poster boy, but, like, I couldn't do all of those workouts at any sort of like intensity that's relative to what I need income every day. No way. There is no way.
0: And it's funny cause I told him the same thing that you and I say all the time. And I said, I was talking to two clients. I said, here's what I tell people. My job is all the time. I said, it's giving people what they need and tricking them into making it what they think it's what they want. Right. Yeah. Like that's what we say all the time is like, I have to, I have to give you what you need but trick you into thinking it's what you want because yeah. if I just give you what you want, you can't, you won't be able to do it. Right. You won't be able to show up every day. Yeah. You'll, and we see it all the time with people that don't listen or with like younger athletes. And Ryan, if you're listening, I love you. Um, but we saw it with Ryan. I mean, when he would go through those seasons of, like, really trying to push himself and trying to compete and stuff and just increase volume and increase intensity. And in three months, they just stagnate. They stall. They don't see results. They get frustrated. And they don't realize that it's because it's too much. It's not because they're not working hard enough. It's because they don't have any time to recover. Yeah. Man, we got off track from the strength thing.
1: I mean, but the point there was, like, it's easy to smash people with barbells, and a lot of people write programming and the barbell is every day because that's an easy way to do it. Yeah, I mean, you tell me to do like twenty-one fifteen-nine clean and jerk, thruster, high pull. Yeah, it's like, gnarly. It's yeah, and people are gonna feel like they got hit by a bus totally, which they love.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, is I get that. I get that you love it, <clears throat> but you have to you have to temper it throughout the week so that you can keep doing it. I told Rich that. It's funny. I, yeah. I work with Rich and I do like some um, like customized programming for him throughout the week. And he walked up to me yesterday after the deadlift day and he's like, Hey, is it weird that I'm saying I don't feel like I did enough? And I was like, no, it's perfect. Yeah, I was like, I good. want you to feel like that. And I was like, think of it as like you're smoking a pork shoulder, bro. Like you're just sitting in the smoker today. Yeah. And you're just slowly roasting. And he was like, can I do something more? And I was like, dude, if you do anything more, it's like walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes. Yeah, you
1: can like cruise on a bike for 30 minutes. And
0: he was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, you can even put a weight vest on if you want. He's like, that sounds fun. I was like, cool. So he literally went to the assault runner and threw a weight vest on and just walked for 30 minutes. It's like, there you go. But I wasn't like, hey, Rich, here's this... Here's this couplet that's going to light your hair on fire. Go do that. Because I know that he's going to come today. Yeah. So, anyway. I mean,
1: yeah, anyway. Um, that's that's a, an interesting. We could talk about that for a lot longer. Forever. But, you know, where were we? Barbells. The Lord of
0: barbells, cycling them, Olympic lifting.
1: Olympic lifting.
0: Let's talk meat-heady stuff. I, I don't, honestly, I don't know... I would say like you, I don't know as much about pure, just like straight up, all I care about is muscle hypertrophy. Yeah. I don't know as much about it either. And here's what I do know, you and I have talked about this a fair amount, is I think sometimes people overcomplicate it. Yes. Because here's the deal, is you're going to get stronger and you're going to increase muscle size if you work really hard. And that could be in sets of three to five or sets of 75 to 100. Yeah. As long as you're going to near failure, yeah. you will increase size and strength.
1: And it depends. You know, like if your goal is to be able to squat 1,000 pounds or just sub that 1,000 pound number for something that's really heavy for you. Yeah. Well, you got to practice that because like, like that's practice dependent, right? Yep. It's a neurological thing.
0: Got to be in the ones.
1: Yeah, like you got to be doing that. Yeah. But if you want, you know, to have big legs, sets and reps, you yeah. know, get volume. 5, that are 8, 50. Yeah. You could do a 1,000 air squats. You could do <laughs> yeah. 5 sets of 10. Yeah. I mean, you, all those things are going to help you. None, yep. of, none of those things are going to hurt you. But if you're only ever doing singles, hypertrophy is not going to be your jam.
0: That's the other, I think, the other funny thing that I look at, because what I really love, the style of training that I really because I do, I like having the ability to, like, get after a one rep max and, mm-hmm. like, I, I like that feeling, right? Yeah. Um, but I also like to have some muscle size. So I really like the build up and find a heavy single for the day. Yeah. I'm not trying to set a personal best. I just yeah. find a heavy single to tap into that yeah. neurological side and then do accessory lifts. But I think people underestimate the value of the accessory lifts and how if you don't go heavy on those, yeah, it's a waste of your time.
1: It's and it's uh in terms of sets and reps per body part per week. If you're squatting, you know, this would be low end, but like three sets of three or like yeah. three, two, one heavy. That's six total reps or nine total reps. Yeah. Not enough. Yeah. And then if it, for hypertrophy. Yeah. Not for hypertrophy. Right. Yeah. But
0: for building raw strength. Yeah, yeah. I think you
1: can do that. I think you could do that.
0: And we're, it's funny. Like we're actually doing that. We're doing a deadlift cycle. And I thought about doing, we're doing three sets of five. I thought about doing five sets of five. And no kidding, when I started the first coaching, the first st- class, I was like watching everybody. And I was like, if I give these people five sets of five for the next nine weeks, they're going to be wrecked. Yeah, it's a lot. And so I just, at those loads. Yeah. And so I totally, even though I had written five sets of five in the spreadsheet, looking at the class, I just erased two of the fives off the whiteboard. And yeah. I was like, hey, we're doing three sets of five. And some people have been like, hey, is this enough? Meanwhile, half the other class is like, "Oh my gosh, this I'm cooked. Yeah. Like, I can't pull from a deficit today." If, if I things are use a band sufficiently
1: today. heavy. I think that's plenty, Dude. of reps. Yeah, I think like five sets of five for people who are looking for. I mean, like true power lifter folks probably stay away from that. I would. That's a lot of reps. Yeah, that's them.
0: too too much volume. Too
1: much volume yeah. at that load. Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to back squat a thousand pounds and you're doing like five sets of five. That's the... With 750 pounds. That's the one
0: rep max. I mean, that's the conjugate system where it comes into play, right? Let's find a a heavy single and do your accessory lifts. Yeah. But I don't... Gosh, like there's all sorts of stuff, right? When it comes to, I'm sure, ways that you could um, group muscles and protagonist, antagonist muscle groups and rest between sets and that you could go so far down the rabbit hole. Yeah. If you really needed to focus on, you know, standing on a stage. And that's
1: not really like our jam.
0: Exactly. So it's like time under tension is kind of the key. Yeah, I think volume sets yeah. and
1: reps per week of muscle groups.
0: And sometimes I will tell people though, like I've got uh, another client of mine and we were talking about, he, it's cool. He's a little bit older and he's like, hey, I'd really love to bench press 225 again. It's like, cool. So You're I, like, good luck. <laughs> So we tested his bench press today, and it was 185, and I was like, hey, this is promising. Yeah, like we could do this. We can do this. Yeah. But I did tell him as we were doing some of the accessory sets, I said, I want you to try not to pause at either end range of motion. Like I want you to keep time under tension because that's going to help you increase muscle size and strength. Yeah. So try not to stay at the top and pause for four seconds every rep, you know. Yeah. So there is, some, there is some validity to that.
1: Yeah. And I think like when folks are doing – you know, if you're a bodybuilder, I just don't know so much about that world. Mm-hmm. But I know that a system that can help people build muscle mass is, like, sometimes they do things that are pretty heavy for threes and fives and ones. Yep. And sometimes they do things that have a lot of reps, you know? Totally. About 100 reps. And it boils down to, Four like,
0: hard work and believing in what you're doing. Yeah. But, and yeah, like, I believe that this... This is productive. It's, it's gonna just make me stronger. Like,
1: like anything else, if you want to be like standing on a stage, like you better get pretty serious about. Oh yeah, what it is you're doing and, and what you're eating and what you're eating, <laughs> and although that still comes for for dudes like you and I, like we got a ways to go before we're standing on stages. Oh, yeah. Right? So, like, I could just do the basics for a while. Oh, yeah. And, st- and like, eat a lot, get my volume of reps in.
0: Adapt to the training. Adapt to the training. Yeah. You
1: know, train four or so days a week just doing that, Yeah, eating a ton before we need to, like, nerd out about, yeah. calf reps and right. like, <laughs> pulsing reps right. and like D- drop sets and drop sets and all this yeah. stuff like, yeah yeah like we're so far from, totally. from doing that same same way as we are from being, back squatting oh, a thousand pounds yeah back squatting and being yeah. power lifters yeah
0: clean and jerking 400 pounds
1: yeah right like oh i want to do yeah. a powerlifting competition that's cool we could give you some programming to do it yeah to be better yeah and you, but, y- but, like, you're not going to set be, a world it record. It would be basic lifts and accessory weightlifting. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be, like...
0: Which goes so mm-hmm. far. It goes so f- I think. It, like, you go really the far. The lifespan of that for have. the general population, I even argue all the way up to, like, if you think of it as beginner, intermediate, expert, you know, elite lifter. Yeah. I would even
1: argue all the way into the advanced lifter. Absolutely.
0: Once you're elite, and by elite, I mean... Like you're deadlifting three times your body weight. Yeah,
1: like you can compete on a national level in a crowded category. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or, not like I'm a, no offense, but not like I'm a 14-year-old girl and I can deadlift 140 pounds because right. no 14-year-old girls is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I think that, and perspective on this, I, I even heard, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that in some of those Eastern Bloc countries, like Romania and things like that, like, they don't even consider you ready to seriously strength train until you have 10 years of strength training under your belt. Yeah. Like, they're talking minimum 400, 500 pound back squat, 500, 600 pound deadlift. Yeah. It's like once you're there, then you can start seriously like the, training.
1: Yeah. I would agree. That's advanced, right? Right. And a leader, like the half percent. Yes. Yeah.
0: So if you guys are in that beginner intermediate advanced elite and what's actually really cool is if you're w- like well what is that you could do a quick google search and they'll categorize like percentages of that yeah and you'll see some variances out there right but like you can find out even if we were talking about a while ago like i think mark Ripito has something like that Yeah. starting strength where you could see you know what your back squat deadlift bench press should be yes if you were like, what category yeah, am like I it's like beginner, in?
1: intermediate, advanced, right? Yeah. Elite. And
0: I bet most of the people that are listening to this would probably fall into the intermediate category. Yes. And so, it, uh,
1: there'd be a lift in there where you'd be advanced. Yep. Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so perspective, just keep that in mind. Maybe that's helpful.
1: That's a fun chart. I like that chart.
0: It is kind of cool to look I at. I think
1: it's probably a little bit tailored to like uh, the US average population. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Good call. Right? That's not like like weightlifters in China. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you're not advanced. The All the folks who are, I think, advanced in those weightlifting-centric countries would smoke that chart.
0: Smoke. Yeah. Because there's just, like, such a depth to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it was, like, uh, remembering that the shoulder press on that was, like... No, man. I bet you know, it's, cr- I bet it's for crazy. For a guy my though. size was like see what it 190 is pounds or something was, or 200 pounds was advanced yeah. or elite. And I was like, oh, I might be elite. And in the real world of strength training, I just don't know if I am. What would we
0: Google? Starting strength uh, weightlifting. We're Googling uh,
1: starting strength weightlifting uh, standards, maybe. I think that's what it is. Let's It's the image thing
0: this thing oh Uh, images images. let's see oh here we go this one here Uh, to the right oh there it is okay so okay this is this is for the shoulder
1: press and it gives body weights and then it says untrained novice intermediate advanced elite this
0: is for the shoulder press yeah shoulder press where do you see oh press yeah 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 so for press for me it's closest to 148 yep untrained individual yep. yep untrained individual should be able to press 69 pounds yep a novice, 94 pounds. You got it, Chris. Intermediate, 119. You got it. Still got it. Advanced, 140. Yep. Got it. Yep. Elite, not today, 169. 169. Most I ever strict pressed my life was 160 or 165.
1: So put me in there. I'm in between, I'm like 187.
0: Okay, so we'll give you the 181. You're okay. closest you to can, that. Yeah, I'm closer to that. Untrained, 81 pounds. Yep. Novice, 110. Yep. Intermediate, 138. Yep. Advanced, 164. Got it. Yep. 218 no way yeah elite Can't what's do. uh where i want to see the back squat what's there this is. one yeah is this the back squat yeah
1: that's that's the whole thing Polar
0: guacamole okay so let's go um hope oh, uh let's back squat, go adult uh, press bench press power clean women oh why don't they have back squat on here
1: it is on there it's oh the here right. it
0: is squat Okay, squat. So for okay, we're going kilos now. Oh gosh. So I'm probably what sixty kilos, sixty-seven? Because mm-hmm. this is times two point two. Yep. You guys, this is just what you were looking for. You were wanting to hear Doug and I do math. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll say a sixty-seven. Yeah, you're sixty-seven. Right? Okay, so that would mean untrained forty-six. I definitely got that. Yep. Novice eighty four, intermediate one hundred four, advanced. Let's do that one forty two. One forty two times two point two. Three twelve. Got it. Elite. Um, this is where things Elite, get one eighty six times two point two. Good night. Four hundred nine. Most I ever back squat my life was four hundred. Yeah. Today maybe three thirty five, three forty, yeah. maybe. So.
1: So that's like. And that's for you, someone who trained a lot for a long time.
0: Yeah. To like so
1: barely kick on the door of some of those elite numbers. So
0: what do you, what would you be, 82 kilos?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm closer to that.
0: Okay, so 82. Let's go intermediate, 122. Yeah, I got that. You got that. 166 is advanced?
1: Uh, that's going to be close to my Ooh, best ever. 365. Yeah, 385 is my best ever.
0: Okay, so today...
1: Not 365. Yeah. I bet I could squat 335 today.
0: Okay, so, like, you're in-betweener. Yeah. But anyway, guys, perspective, Google it, you know. That's just basic strength standards for starting strength. And there's all, like I said, when you Google it, there's all sorts of stuff. That and you
1: the can point find there. here is, like, let's not nerd until we're right up on those numbers. Yeah. Because you didn't, like, to get to those advanced levels in all your lifts – what did you do? You just lifted weights for a lot of years. A lot. Right? a long. Like I started lifting me, when I was get 13 to those years numbers, old. It was mostly as an adult training. In class. In class. I yeah. just like lifted weights. Mm-hmm. You know, I just did the stuff.
0: Awesome. Now, wow. if
1: I want to get too advanced, I want to shoulder press 220.
0: Bro, better start doing tricep extensions on it's like yeah. that's
1: the, to those advanced levels is so hard. Those are like the next level. Like, yeah. You're, it's what you do for a living. Like not quite, but like I think the most ever shoulder do. press was one ninety five or one ninety eight or something like that. But for me to add twenty pounds to that Ooh.
0: Yeah. Get, get <laughs> yeah. Here. yeah, no way. Uh Pepiv, you got I anything? Okay, here's what I got. I feel like it's I understand, but it's the plastic packaging that Ooh. comes on these things. I had to buy a uh Backpack vacuum, like a Milwaukee, uh-huh. you know. One, pet peeve, the price of the battery is almost as much as the tool. Yeah. Good golly, right? Yeah. So not only did I spend $199 on the battery,
1: Yeah. Gosh. the
0: packaging to get that thing out, it's like breaking into Fort Knox, man. You have to have the tool. You Why have to have like that? a circular saw to break through the thing. Why do they do that? I don't know. Is it secure? But the, here's the here's the other weird thing is, okay, if you guys were at Home Depot, I'm sure they're not all the same. But I do you know how many times I had to call to have someone unlock it? You can't because they lock the batteries up now. Oh yeah,
1: because people just walk out with them.
0: Right, and now so it took me almost twenty minutes to get a battery, Doug. I was standing in the aisle forever.
1: Forever. Waiting for someone to get a battery.
0: And I kept asking people, hey, do you have the code? I don't have the code. Let me call someone over. Hey, do you have the code? I don't have the code. I don't know that. Let me call someone. Someone will be right with you. Nobody's ever right with you. Liar. <laughs> and then once they get it, they had to walk it to the cash register.
1: Oh, they wouldn't just hand it to you.
0: Give me the logic behind this, Doug. I'm holding a vacuum in my arms that's yep. $279. Yep. He's carrying a battery that's 199 Yeah, But he has to walk the battery to the cash register?
1: I mean, that is stupid. But here's what your play could be. Grab the battery and run? Well, you say like, hey, can you hold this backpack back for me? Snag the battery from him and ditch.
0: But he said anything in that cage thing that he unlocked that's over $150, he has to walk to... Yep. How many other things in Home Depot are over $150 Lots. that you don't have to walk to the cash register?
1: Many. Like all the grills that are sitting outside. I'm so confused. Like the riding lawnmowers and snowblowers. Doug, let's outside. just
0: drive down there right now and load just up, a, a, snowmob- up. <laughs> a snowplow or a snowblower into my truck and leave.
1: I mean, we could. We could
0: totally do that.
1: It's America. Do whatever, you, do whatever want. you want. Do whatever you
0: want. So that 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 the plastic packaging, the waiting, that had me going a little bit. I was, yeah. I had to do some tempo breathing. <laughs> yeah. And I saw another great license plate. I showed it to you. Two of them. One said, excuse me. Yes. Yep.
1: With a 5 and sevens. an S. Yep. Because someone already had excuse me.
0: Well, let's just also say that the car was an Audi SQ5. Oh, God. Barf. And bah, bah. the excuse me was, had a Q and a 5 in it. Bah. Yeah. <laughs> another one? If that's your car i'm sorry for you <laughs> Other one
1: <laughs> high maintenance <laughs> of course they are yeah. why declare your worst traits on your license plate
0: and that's what i thought i was like are they so like ignorant right. that selfish or maybe i was like man they're just owning it and they just hard to know. get along with <laughs> non-caring oh man yeah wow jealous oh yeah i have a new sponsor too doug who's that Milwaukee Tools? Obviously not. <laughs> should be. Man, that's the one I got right there. Look at that thing. There it is. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Uh, have you heard of... If you guys... I'm sure these guys are listening. See what <laughs> I'm typing in here, Doug? If you guys uh, are listening and you're from Singer Vehicle Design... They uh, do, like, custom Porsches? Yeah. Let's just say that these guys... If you want to feel bad about yourself guys and realize that there is an upper echelon of people that, that you are not, <laughs> you are not take a look at singer vehicle design. Uh, these cars here, here's, what's really cool. What's you, uh, car cost? you can design it. That looks like Pat Sherwood. Oh my gosh. Pat Sherwood's on it. Jeez. It's not, but it looks like him. Um, but, uh, these cars, Doug, that guy right there. Look at that. Oh my gosh.
1: Uh, since you're not watching, they're fancy Porsches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Like but but they're from like the seventies, eighties era. It's like a
1: Porsche that's been completely torn down and completely rebuilt, hand built. Yeah, to no the, way the way that you Porsche.
0: want. Um, let's just say that uh, you know, they go for around one point two. Wow. $100. Million. Million <laughs> $120. What on earth. Jeez. So anyway, but what a cool car. I don't think I could do it though. I think I would have to have have so much money that that would be like pocket change to me. Yeah. Let's say you had $3 million in the bank. There's no way I could spend a million dollars on a car. There's no No, way. No, that would be stupid. Yeah. But if
1: you had a billion dollars, you could. Oh, if
0: I had a billion dollars, I'd have a few of these. You could. Totally. Man. Yeah, when you start saying the B, the B, it's...
1: Uh, If you have a billion dollars, a million dollars is not much.
0: Yeah, considering Doug and I are both millionaires. If you have a hundred
1: million dollars, <laughs> a million dollars is still yeah, not that right. much. My gosh.
0: <laughs> We've talked what's the analogy you gave me that made my brain hurt about oh, how like, it's basically like once you have so like much money, time? it's like hand and fist. Yeah. Like it's like so it's so easy to make more money. Oh yeah, like well, what was I the mean, what thing industry, it was like with the coins earn, or whatever.
1: You can earn five percent interest like today in the bank.
0: Okay. But what was the coin thing you told me that one time? It was something with like time and coins. and Oh,
1: time. Like like how much a billion seconds is? Yeah, something like that. I think. Let's Google it it here quick. But uh, just Google billion seconds. This will make you guys feel bad too. Because people have a billion dollars. Yeah. If you guys are listening and you have a billion
0: dollars... (laughs) <laughs> good job.
1: <laughs> yeah, orders of magnitude. There we go. This one? Yeah, that one. That guy. Thousand
0: million billions. Se- Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, get out of there. That's way. Some kind there. of calculator. How long this is a guy? billion seconds? Do that one. How long? Yeah. This guy.
1: Yeah. Let's go. yeah How yeah, long? Yeah. Uh, keep going. There we go. Oh, billion wow. seconds is thirty-one years. Thirty-one
0: point seven one years.
1: Yep. So, I'll uh, go back one. We're going back. Going back. Uh do this guy. This yeah. guy. Da, 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 da. We're
0: trying to make figure out how to make you guys feel really bad. Whoa, Whoa there are see that equation? <laughs> what is that? Back. Oh my gosh. Um
1: mm, math is not fun. A billion seconds is thirty two two years. Let's see.
0: Yeah, you told me something one time where I was. It was fun, but
1: I can't remember what what it is. Heck. It's like a. Time converter.
0: Time. Oh. How long is 10 billion seconds? Convert seconds. 10 billion seconds? I don't know. That's from Wolfram Alpha. Who puts up these websites? What is this? Mike, who looks. Are we the first visitor to this? A million seconds
1: is 11 days.
0: A million seconds is 11 days. So, like, I'm a
1: millionaire, right? You got 11 days. A billion seconds is 31 and a half years. (laughs) Okay, that's okay. Now we're talking. So, like, if
0: I'm a millionaire, that would mean that I have 11 seconds.
1: Uh, Yeah, if you're a millionaire, if you have a million seconds, you have 11 days. Okay, so I have 11 days. let's just say you have 11 days to live. Not a lot of time. If you have a billion seconds, you have 31 and (laughs) a half years. So. But how much bigger they are is crazy crazy. A trillion seconds is thirty two thousand years. What? So when we're printing money and we're like, oh, like it's just two trillion dollars. Yeah. It's, like it's a so billion years. What the heck? So
0: I guess point being is one, a million a million dollars is a lot of
1: money. A million's a lot, but it's not.
0: But if you start thinking about it in relationship to like ten million so that would be times that'd be like 110 years i mean right
1: if yeah. you uh if you had a million dollars and you put it in the bank here and 5% in a year you get
0: $50,000 yeah which would be in like okay return but if you have a billion dollars if you have a billion which not many people do but if you have a billion dollars it makes 50
1: million goodness
0: gracious <laughs> oh my gosh Wow! Yeah, like whoa. Yeah, it's whoa. To, it's, they're not the same. Planet. It doesn't even make
1: sense. They're not on the same. No
0: stairwell. wonder, like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk can send rockets into space. Yeah, so space. if you get
1: a billion dollars and you put it in the bank, and in a year just making interest, you make fifty million. You can buy two of those cars. Oh my! You don't have a problem. Gosh! Wow! Because now you have yeah one billion minus two million plus. plus. Fifty million from your. <laughs> you're <interest>. all set. <laughs> so next year you could buy another one. Hey,
0: you know, you can use that as a tax write off.
1: That's the power of compounding interest. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you save your money, kids.
0: Save your money, kids. If you get to a billion, I'll take a singer. Let us know. Yeah. In fact, I'll take the singer Porsche. I don't even need the husk barn anymore. <laughs> I'll just take that instead. <laughs> and all the battery, a life supply of batteries from Home Depot. From Home Depot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just a Home Depot. Oh, gosh.
0: Well, you, uh hope you guys enjoyed some strength talk, some uh, billions talk. And if you have any questions, leave them in the reviews. We'll talk to you guys soon.